Hi, my name is Charlotte. I'm Ashlyn and this is Les Talk, where we talk about all things gay. Yes, we're all good. So, would you like to introduce yourselves to everyone listening right now on Let's Talk? Yeah, so my name is Essie, and I am, I don't like calling myself an influencer. I tend to say activist is probably a better word. I'm an LGBTQ activist, and um, I talk about eating disorder awareness and body acceptance, all the good stuff. Yeah, definitely. I know what you mean about calling yourself like an influencer. Like people have called us it before, and I'm just like, I don't like it. It makes me cringe it's a when funny people word. say it. It's just, it's like uh, I get why it's used, but it's just, it doesn't feel right all the time. And also, a lot of my work I do is offline as well. Yeah. And I think saying an influencer makes it seem like all I do is online work. So yeah, it's a funny word. Yeah, it's one of those where I'm just. I like, think it fits when other people call you it, but like when you say I am an influencer, it's <laughs> like oh, you're bigging yourself I'm so up. Influential. <laughs> yeah, I've got all these followers. I'm so popular. Oh my god. Um. So how how do I do you identify? Just for everyone listening. So um, my pronouns are she her. Um, I identify. I tend to identify just as a kind of queer woman. Um, but I am bisexual and I'm also demisexual. I love that. Me too. Oh my god, I didn't know that. Amazing, look at you guys. I know. Sorry, Ashlyn. (laughs) I'm excluded here. (laughs) So sorry about it. But I didn't realise that. Yeah, like, I literally, like, I I know demisexuality isn't, like, spoken about, but it's just so crazy. Exciting. Yeah, I I did a post about it the other day, actually, that got, like, quite a lot of traction from people. um, Yeah. Kind of just realising that it's okay to have a different way of experiencing sexual attraction um, and not experiencing it that much, which I I don't. Um, And, I, you know, I spent a lot of my life thinking I was very, very strange. And I love that the asexual community in general is becoming more prominent now because that's really helped me kind of learn about these sort of things. Yeah, definitely. No, I feel that. Charles, I think that's the first time you've actually said that outright. So congrats, oh, no, honey. No, but I feel like I've spoke about it with you, but I always forget what I've said out loud or what I've said to you because the two just goes together. I know. Um, But yeah, like for a while, like I knew it when like, I think I was like dating that like I would never, I don't know if it was because I was dating mainly guys. That might have something to do with yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> But I literally was saying to Ashton, like, the only time that I've actually felt romantic, like, connections was when me and Ashton was, like, getting to know each other. And it was, like, that kind of, like, obviously I was attracted to, but it wasn't until yeah. we connected that I actually was like, oh, okay, like, there's something here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's crazy. Okay, well, that's exciting. So, for this week's episode of Let's Talk, we are going to be busting some bisexuality myths. And we thought you'd be the perfect person to join us and help us and the listeners just get down and nitty gritty with it. Um, so Ashen's gonna got has got some uh, myths, um, and she's gonna uh, hit them with you. Not actually physically hit, it, but <laughs> I'm not gonna hit anyone. Don't worry. <laughs> Should we get right into the first one then? Well, obviously, you ready? <laughs> okay. So the first one we've got is that being bisexual means you're just can't decide whether you want to be straight or gay. Yeah, I was wondering which ones are going to come up first. I was like, trying to figure it out before. <laughs> um, this is the thing. Bisexuality is an identity all on its own. Um, and it's absolutely fine if you do go through a period of your life where you think you're bisexual and then it turns out you're gay. And it's totally okay if it happens the other way around. Um, 
but you know it is entirely an identity there's a reason there's a beat in lgbtq you know <laughs> yeah yeah i feel that like i remember i remember like coming out originally as bisexual and then feeling so strange that like my label had changed and it was mm. almost like there was this stigma around how you couldn't develop as a person because obviously mm-hmm. as as I've grown older like I found out like about demisexuality and I found out about like me like being more comfortable in the word like queer and gay and like instead of lesbian but although now accept it's like this weird journey that yeah. we we've kind of shamed people in feeling yeah I agree I think I definitely felt that as well and I've just definitely gone through phases of my life being someone who is like more attracted to women like by far like, I've gone through these phases and, like, well, would I just identify as a lesbian? But no, you know, like, my partner is uh, transmasculine and that, that doesn't work for me. Like, they're not a woman. Um, and so, you know, I've, I've definitely gone through that myself. And also having relationships with men and then realising that, you know, maybe I didn't feel the way I was supposed to feel or something and then being like, well, that is that because of my sexuality? Is that because it didn't work? You know, there's so many different elements of, like, trying to figure out who you are in this this world and yeah. I just think it's not great to to feel like you can't change your labels if you need to yeah, yeah. I think there's a lot of pressure as well like you've never felt it have you like you've I mean, just known you as a little gay <laughs> I don't know like no what well, I did originally come out as bisexual as well and at the time like that felt extremely genuine for me and I guess I just did kind of develop into a big, huge dyke over time as well. <laughs> but like at the time, like I, I did, the progression I did, <laughs> I did feel those feelings. But then I sort of had a, a sense of guilt for coming out as bisexual because you know you never want to add to the stigmas that you know it's like a transition phase for people, which yeah. is obviously you not. You better but... not be ruining the next myths. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like I think I think it is a journey for everyone and yeah. it's whether like embracing sexuality is like this one big fucking journey and you're like Yeah, and I mean our we could change in our labels in another few years, who knows? Like it's just one yeah. big it's one big whole roller coaster, which is fun if you look at it like that. <laughs> it's a it's a race in the shame for me. Like yeah. I feel like that needs to be a thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. And like I don't believe in blaming you know other queer people for like our oppression you know if people are treating bisexuals badly like that's not the fault of someone who decided thought they were bisexual and turns out they're gay like that's absolutely fine that's nothing to do with them so yeah there is an element of shaming within our community for people doing that and i don't i don't think that's fair for sure definitely i like a lot of like so our listeners we get like a few messages and they'll they'll like have a family they'll have a husband and in later on in their life they realize that they are bisexual and I could think this kind of like links into that like that guilt of them realizing they they are like bisexual like queer and having this like family unit and almost feeling like they're letting them mm. down and it's like a race in that like it's okay if you're like 40 and then now we're only figuring it out you don't have to do it whilst you're young as well and I think that's a really important thing that goes with that like myth yeah for sure yeah definitely Okay, let's get on to the oh, next one. Oh, we busted that oh, one fuck. right out. Oh, this was deep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the next one is that bisexual people are 50% gay and 50% straight. Yeah, I mean, I kind of <laughs> mention a little bit myself that I'm like far more kind of lean towards women. Um, and I think this is the thing. You, you really can't assume that one person's bisexuality is the same as someone else's. And that, again, we've said that bisexual is just kind of a label all into its own, like it's not gay, it's not straight. 
it is its own kind of identity but I think it's really important to know that like there are bisexual people in my life who are way more into men than women there are some people who aren't into men at all that are just into kind of women and certain non-binary people like there's there's a whole kind of spectrum of who you can be interested in as a bisexual person and it's not right to just assume that you understand how other people experience attraction yeah I like I've had it a lot like from you running like Unite like people will come to me and be like I'm more attracted to women so does that make me a lesbian but then I'd still like romantically be with a guy and like you can literally be like bisexual and not be like 50 50 yeah. like it doesn't have to be like this equal split but I think that just comes from like us not learning about it at school like yeah we just aren't taught that like sexuality can be so fluid. I mean, yeah, it would be great if things were that simple where everything is just like a 50% split down the middle, but yeah. that's not really how things work in this case. Imagine if there was like a test when you're like, you're like a child and it's like 100% gay. Yeah. Like that would make everything so much easier. Yeah, that would be I great know. actually. Yeah, it's like how much of you are gay? Is gay? Like, no, no, no. Have you ever done like a gay test online? I was just or gonna anything? say. I must have done because I'm one of those people who absolutely loves a good quiz. Yeah. Like, I'm obsessed with online quizzes. We were doing them last I don't week. I think though, I can't remember anything off the top of my head. No. Um, but we- it's interesting. I mean, I came out quite late in my life. So I was 21 and I'm 25 now. So I came out as bisexual when I was in a long term relationship with a man. Um, and before that, I genuinely had convinced myself I was completely straight. Like, I cannot describe how straight I thought I was. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh God, no, girls' bodies, oh my God, what? <laughs> How can you even touch it? Like, oh my God, don't even start. But like, <laughs> um, it was just like, I so convinced myself. And I look back and there were so many big moments in my past where I had very strong feelings for women and I had completely blocked them out because I really don't think, particularly with bisexuality, that was even given as an option in my brain. Like, I was like, oh, you can be gay and you can be straight. And it took me a really long time to realize that bisexuality was an option in a way yeah definitely I think like I think that's like for many like queer people they just don't understand what they like the like the terminology like yeah terminology that one (laughs) (laughs) like they, they don't we don't know the terminology sometimes in terms of like how to describe our sexuality so it's not like I came out when did I come out 19 and that's nah, well no you've like, been coming out the last four years honey yeah it's true <laughs> <laughs> it's been a journey um but yeah i totally feel that right what's the next well, i was gonna say oh, like sorry. obviously we share like a lot of people's coming out stories including your own yeah, actually. actually we'll plug <laughs> yeah. that throwback <laughs> well i have i have noticed like quite a lot of bisexual individuals say the same thing where you know they, d- they didn't realize for a long time that you could be anything but gay or straight and it's that quite an old-fashioned view I think that you're gay or you're straight and that's it and like yeah exactly we don't have that education sort of where you know we see that the sexuality is a spectrum and you don't have to be at one end or the other end kind of no I look at my parents though and I'm not very surprised that I didn't realize what was going on not not anything wrong with them they're just my mom likes to think she's woke but she's really not (laughs) um So it's like when you have parents that really don't understand it as well, then like we hopefully like our generation now is going to bring like up a new generation who feels more able to like talk about it and stuff. But I think the last couple of years, it's been a very taboo situation, especially for like me personally, like I can't openly talk about sex. I get a bit like clamped up. Um, (laughs) So I don't know if it's the British in me though. Yeah. I mean, the next few generations are definitely going to be woke. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) I can't wait. (laughs) 
Okay, the next one is, I think we kind of touched on it, but bisexuals are just in a phase and they're just experimenting with something new. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm the least experimental person in the entire world, (laughs) which is in fact one of the reasons that I didn't think I was bisexual, because this is one of those internalized biphobia things that I've dealt with, um, is the idea that, like, it's, it's kind of like experimenting with people in almost a promiscuous way I suppose like that's kind of how it's framed a little bit Mm -hmm. um and that was one of the reasons I really struggled with it because I was like well surely from what I've been told um you're supposed to be kind of promiscuous and supposed to be kind of just going through a bit of a phase and then you'll end up with a man and and I'm not (laughs) like that so I can't be bisexual so I completely understand that one from like an internalized uh, perspective but you know as I said bisexuality is an identity on its own and your attraction to people I don't really think is necessarily ever you know a big experiment like it's just a part of life yeah yeah I think we all we all go through like uh, yeah I don't I don't want to say the word experiment but we kind of find ourselves along yeah. these journeys and you, you have to kind of go through that to find your identity so but even so like if someone's experimenting like go for it like I oh, yeah in a way yeah, I exactly. kind I kind of am jealous of the people that went through that because not that I'm sad that I'm with you thanks <laughs> do you want to do you want to break up or? yeah but no like I think I think if I hadn't have met you I would have gone through like this experiment stage in my life and it's yeah. like I'm kind of not envious that I didn't do that. I'm not saying like I want to sleep around, but stop judging me. Okay. <laughs> but it's like this it's this thing where I kind of wish I had that kind of moment in my life because I don't know if that would have helped me figure out things quicker. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But like I'm I'm all for experimenting. It's just like do it so you're safe and like you're actually finding yourself, not just going around getting in like heartbreak <laughs> moments and stuff. <laughs> yeah, for yeah, sure. I mean, that- obviously like that's the thing that happens with any sort of sexuality as matter yeah. sexuality as some people that like you know everybody experiences sexual attraction differently and some people you know are like hello i'm interrupting your favorite podcast in the world to bring you a special offer by on so on are a tampon supplier who are 100 organic so there's no nasties going on inside of you and they are an amazing brand they work with lgbtq plus causes they have done stuff about periods and how women aren't only the ones to experience periods which is so important to see like period products being targeted towards not only women so if you use the code let's talk of vip it will get you 50 percent off your first box of tampons i am a newly tampon advocate on one of the first tampons i ever tried and honestly they they're so easy to use and it really kind of stopped my fear of using tampons the code is let's talk vip you can see it in the show notes of this episode but make sure to check them out even if it's just a follow on social media because they are an amazing brand doing amazing things for lgbtq plus causes aromantic but uh like more sexual and are happy to kind of go through and have like more partners or like polyamorous like there's loads of different like things you can be whilst also kind of being bi or gay or straight like in a way um so I don't judge anybody for trying to experiment with our identity because I think that's the big problem. We're assumed to be heterosexual. So how are you supposed to figure it out, you know? Yeah, definitely. Like, because, like, you mentioned that you came out as, like, 21. Like, was your journey to, like, figuring it out? Like, how did you find that? Obviously, share share what you're comfortable with. Um, you know, I, some people say they've always known. I, I don't think that was true. But, like, looking back, 
I often felt just slightly uncomfortable and I couldn't feel what it couldn't figure out what it was I felt uncomfortable with and then my best friend at university she um so she's still my best friend she's bisexual and like she so she'd been with a woman and then ended up um she's now with um a man and she was her entire time at university so I kind of started to realize I was like oh like maybe there's that option there like I guess because I'd gone through a lot of my life thinking like we were saying that bisexuality is a phase or an experiment and like I couldn't identify with that I started to realize what it really was and it's about like finding the right person and I was like actually maybe there's something there like it was a very very slow thing for me and I first came out to my boyfriend at the time then I came out to my best friend and I just very slowly like I didn't have a big coming out moment I just kind of slowly it seeped into my life and I was like yeah I didn't I mention sorry <laughs> no but that's so good because like it's like you it, like through life it just became like a part of who you are and that's like really nice to hear like because like some people might feel like they need to come out and then like have the song and dance about yeah. it but then mm, yeah. other like other parents that the people like your own experience it's like it's a part of your life and that journey to get there yeah like just kind of let it naturally make its way in there yeah. where it belongs yeah. <laughs> it just kind of yeah it's just there's just little moments and I think it also is very like related to my presentation as a person as well because when I was a teenager I just felt like I was forced to be extremely feminine in a way that wasn't necessarily comfortable for me and I couldn't figure out what it was like there was something about like the way that I was treated like I was told because I'm curvy like oh men are going to be so interested in you and oh you need to wear these kind of tight dresses because that'll look nice and I'm like that's not my presentation but I can't figure out what is my presentation so that was really difficult for me and then being part of kind of queer communities and having queer friends and realizing that there was more options there that was another thing that kind of forced me to realize hey this is kind of these are kind of your people I think (laughs) (laughs) like it's so nice though (laughs) Like when you're like searching for your life where like you want to fit in then you find it yeah it's like this inner peace moment isn't it it's just like oh my god hang on like this is where I'm meant to be yeah exactly and I think you know being part of community that maybe wasn't centered around my attractiveness to men because I think a lot of my identity was around that when I was younger um a lot of people thought because you know I struggled with eating and I struggled with my body image and people would give me compliments by being like oh well men will find you so attractive and I was like I don't think I care <laughs> like thanks yeah like hang on how do I get the girls attractive <laughs> and I, was like, I don't think like, like when it comes to opinions and then I would you know be like oh like I'd be so weirdly fixated on the look of certain girls I'd be like oh it's just because I want to look like them that's yeah. what it is <laughs> it's a classic conundrum we that's all face that's why I want to get my flannel top <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> right, what's the next one? Okay, the next one we've got is that bisexuals can't know if they're bisexual if they've only had sexual experiences with one gender. Oh, Alright. <laughs> that was a long one. Sorry. I know, right? No, this is like such a kind of classic one, isn't it? And like like I said, I came out when I was before I'd had any experiences with anyone other than men. Um and that was one of the reasons it was hard. But your sexuality is your sexuality it's not based on your on some your relationship with someone else like that's like saying if a lesbian is single then she's no longer a lesbian that doesn't make sense or like before someone's ended up in a sexual relationship they have absolutely no sexuality at all like that yeah. makes no sense at all 
you know so it, it when you put it into terms like that it's like well yeah that doesn't actually make sense yeah when you break it down it just really brings to light like how dumb people are I guess ignorant. <laughs> don't be rude ignorant <laughs> yeah but it's true come on yeah. yeah and like we're all assumed to be you know heterosexual based on the world we're in and it's like well why can kids know that they're straight before they've had a sexual experience yeah. like like I was reading an article the other day actually it was saying about like how parents they prior to like like not knowing their child's gay or whatever like if their child would say like they did a survey or something this parents would react better obviously for the like the young boys saying oh I've got a girlfriend and apparently one of the young boys that said oh I like fancy this boy his dad like went ape shit and stuff and it's just like they were saying that the young boy's confused to know that he fancies boys but if it's a girl he's like perfectly sound and it's like this it's the same logic that person doesn't know what the well they know what they're saying but it's like it's the same emotions and stuff and it was just so strange to see how people react saying if you like girls you're confused but if you conform to what is a traditional air quotes um it's very much like people are oh yeah that's fine and it's like sorry what like it's the same concept it's major double standards like how can you how can you tell a child that you know you you can know that you're straight but you can't know that you're gay (laughs) yeah it's crazy that's the thing I find with, with bisexuality. It's like, you don't have to have experienced your sexuality to know your attraction. Like, it's not the relationship itself. It's like, it's your attraction. Like, I was attracted to people before I had relationships with people. Like, I was aware of that. So it, it's just a very, it's just very, very biphobic and, like, comes from underlying homophobia as well, basically. Yeah, definitely. Um, so we're done with the myths, but what I'd really like to explore now, if it's okay with yourself, is something, because like, I know what I wish I would have known when I was like 13, 14 about like being a lesbian. What would you, like, if you go back to when like you were 13, 14, what would you have wished you knew about bisexuality? Like what is, like words of wisdom that you know now, could you go back and tell yourself? Um, I think, I wish I hadn't, thought that there was something wrong with me for everything that I was feeling like if you feel a way you're not wrong like you can't put kind of morality onto your sexuality and the way you feel and I think I was always doing that I was always just telling myself I feel this way therefore I'm wrong and it's like no you just feel this way just like let yourself feel the way you feel um and that was something I struggled with like I really pushed my feelings down a lot about you know, feelings I had for girls and, you know, maybe things I would have wanted to pursue that I didn't. Um, And also, I did grow up around, you know, some gay people, but there was definitely a vibe of, uh, there's something wrong with presenting any differently than extremely feminine. Yeah. And if you don't present like that, you know, if if you don't look that way, then you don't have the same value and worth and I think it would have been really good for me as a kid to have maybe have someone around who said like yeah let's maybe go shopping for some like boys clothes as well let's see how that feels like allow me to start I don't know working with my own presentation a little bit more yeah I want to tell myself to be like you know what if you want to buy the big baggy t-shirt that's like <laughs> a million times too big for you and you don't want anyone to see your shape that is valid people don't have to see your shape you to be like still be a woman like earn a girl like yeah. that's, you know I think that was a really big thing for me and that would have really helped me 
I think that's something that I've personally struggled with a lot is like just knowing how to like express myself in terms of like clothing and appearance because like I come from a family where my mom's quite she's extremely feminine but she'll always go out in like a cocktail dress or something like very like glitz and glamour and I would always want to go in like jeans or like more so now I'm wearing more suits and it's just like finding that that was my style and not having to like live in the footsteps of my parents I guess not my dad well more more so my dad (laughs) actually but it's just like finding that sense of style and knowing what suits you um as well like you were saying yeah Um, I feel that as well like the same with my mom like and you know like when you're in school and you start going to all these parties like I was wearing all these stupid mini dresses and I was like (laughs) yeah at the time, I was like, I didn't even didn't even realize how much I hated it, and I didn't feel bad at the time. But looking back, I'm like, if you could see yourself now, Ashlyn, like look at yourself, <laughs> and it's just not you. <laughs> For my 18th, I think I wore like six inch like slurs. you did. That was the first time we met, and you fell over. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you stayed around. So <laughs> perfect. Uh, yeah. I, I'm glad we're kind of like bonding over this because yeah. I think it's something that a lot of people feel um like that kind of presentation stuff yeah definitely something I've in fact you know being with my partner so we often have a lot in common because they're like non-binary so like trying to figure out like that you're non-binary is obviously quite difficult when you're not given the tools and the words to like know that yeah um and you know we've gone through kind of different stages in our lives where we've not really had like the tools to know who we are and that's one of those difficult things. And that's why LGBTQ, like, education in general is so important. Um, because without those tools, you're kind of, like, searching around in the dark for something to make you feel like yourself. Yeah, definitely. Or just, like, even being able to describe what's going on with yourself. I remember, like, days where I'd just be like, what the hell is wrong with me? Like, what is <laughs> go- like what is happening? Like, I don't understand. And it was just because, like, in school all my friends were like getting boyfriends and it was like, I don't want that, but why? And you you blame yourself for being the problem, but it's really not you. It's everyone else around you. Um, (laughs) Wow, that's deep, Jesus. So from that, you're not the problem, everyone else is. Yeah. (laughs) Perfect. Well, is there anything you would like to like end on and like give some like, I know this is putting you in so much pressure, so I apologize. But is there anything like a statement that you want to just like go out with on a bang, like hammer it home? Um, I think one of the most important things for me to kind of say to people is that, especially like my space online, like I think it's always very accepting. I am literally accepting of anyone's journey. And I think that's what we need to be in the queer community we need to be accepting of other people's fluidity and also just if you say you are something that you are like to me that's it like if I'd have known you earlier and you'd said you were bisexual I'd be like okay and then you were like oh actually I'm a lesbian it's like okay that's you you know who you are you can't have other people telling you that's just not the way it goes so don't believe people when they're like actually you're not this because this like no yeah yeah definitely like you're not a lesbian because you're not like got a slit in your eyebrow i'm literally just looking at ashley's slit in her eyebrow <laughs> i was trying to think of something i love it oh my god do it please do it no honestly like you need to it's changed my life my mom's talking about getting one like oh god i mean i don't know if she was joking but my nan was talking about Stop. it i don't know i'm just again i'm just an influencer <laughs> 
literally that is like peak influencer oh, but gosh. honestly you should i'm so here for it if i see a picture with your eyebrows that i'm gonna scream like it's gonna be the best day of my life oh my god can you imagine all right like i'm genuinely, genuinely sorry i was like oh my god it's so cool it's so much fun honestly i think we just got some scissors and yeah honestly i didn't even have like a fancy razor i just got a scissors and went vertical and then it was done yeah oh my gosh well that's good to know because we have not had any clippers and so i have been in charge of like butch hair cutting for this <laughs> love it and we didn't even have any proper like um like scissors for hair so i had to use nails oh god <laughs> oh my goodness no nail scissors work fine for a slit in your eyebrow honestly yeah, that's the thing yeah, yeah. If i can do an entire head of hair with nail scissors then I can do my eyebrow. Yeah, absolutely. we actually saw a TikTok the other day of this girl having six slits in her eyebrow. Yeah, it was wild, but I kind of loved it. Yeah, I literally was looking at Ashton like, should we? Like, do we do this? Like, but obviously, we haven't gone that far. No. But anyway, like thank, thank you, um, thank you so much for joining us. So, where can people find you on social media? So my handle is at Carlesi. So it's K H. A-L underscore S-E-E-S-S-I-E. It is still that from when it was just a pun on my name and Khaleesi because I'm a Game of Thrones fan and now I'm verified and I can't change it. So that's <laughs> I love it still. Don't change it. No, we should come <laughs> on. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's my handle for everything. So Twitter and everything like that as well. Amazing. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Did you enjoy your time on Let's Talk? Yeah, I love talking to you. We have so much in common. Thank you so much for joining us. And no thank you for having me. No, you'll be able to find all of Essie's social media links in the description of this week's episode anyway, so people can click there. But thank you so much. Yeah, it's been You're amazing. Fab. Right. Isn't she such a babe? That was so much fun. I know. It was so nice. We should have had guests on before, but we didn't. I've missed this, honestly. (laughs) No, that's been so fun. So if you want to follow Essie, all of her social media links will be in the show notes of this week's episode. Um, We've worked with her on Unite. We will also put um, her... Coming out story. That's the one that I was looking for. (laughs) Um, So basically, you can read her whole coming out story and how she explored, like, her sexuality. Um, So we promised that everyone that left us a review, we would read out. And we've had another review. So thank you for sharing. Um, I think I know who this review's from. um, So thank you. Um, I think I was speaking to them and I was like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So let me just read it out and we'll discuss and dive dial digest whatever okay um this podcast is so honest refreshing and absolutely hilarious facts all facts absolute facts facts it's the perfect mix of serious and fun and covers such a massive top range of topics well facts, facts yeah facts again massive thank you to both oh massive thanks to both of you for being so honest and open with us all some of the episodes are really inspirational facts, facts. <laughs> um the gay community is, be- is a beautiful thing to be a part of when people and content like this exists I want to cry. Um, Thank you so much. Like, we have been noticing, like, people are messaging us and reaching out saying, like, whatever this podcast is doing for you, it's doing. Um, So, honestly, like, a huge thank you for supporting us and leaving these reviews. So, that was from someone called else.m. And they gave us five stars, so thank you. Thank you so much. I don't accept anything but five stars. I'm joking. (laughs) Um, But yeah, thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode of Les Talk. I now am going to go out and buy a flannel t-shirt shirt. Let's dyke it up. Um, So I'm going to look like a massive dyke. And if you don't like the picture whenever I post it, I'm going to... 
cry. I was going to try to say something. I was like, fucking fuck. Please like her picture because I'll have to deal with the... I'll be like, why does no one like me as a lesbian? <laughs> but thank you so much for joining us. We really hope that you've enjoyed this episode and please make sure to go over to Essie's Instagram, all of her social medias, her Twitter and everything and show us some love because she truly is like a beautiful person inside and out um so yeah please make sure to show us some love and me don't forget me i'm joking and maybe me too while you're no, at it no forget ashlyn um but yeah thank you so much for joining us and we'll be back next week bye bye <laughs>